Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness, of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take on to you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you are, you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in bonds and therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Amen. 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 A little extra. I just kept on reading. It just got good. Amen. God's word is good as I ought to speak. Amen. Precious Lord. Open my mouth that I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Yes, Lord. Yes. Not as the people want me to speak, not as I think I should speak, but as I ought to speak. Amen. Father, give the people peace, grace, mercy, and love. Be with families that are struggling today. Some families have no joy today. Some families are preparing to bury their loved ones today. So we ask that you be with those families. Show them your love and your grace and your mercy. Thank you for everything in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The shield of faith. The word of God says, above all, verse 16, taking the shield of faith. How about that? Wherewith you shall be able, able means strong, shall be able, shall be strong enough to quench most, many, some, a few, all the fiery darts of the wicked. I don't know what Paul's saying here. I don't know what he's saying. I don't know what he's saying to y'all, but I know what he's saying to me. Okay. I think he's I think he's requoting Romans 8 where he said, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. I think Paul's saying, I think Paul's saying, don't blame it on God. Amen. If one of them fiery darts 
hit you and hurt you and continuously hurt you. Above all, taking the shield of faith. Let me, let me share a story. I love sharing stories. When we worked at the prison, when I worked at the prison, now, when, when, like I tell you, when I started working at the prison in the early, 19, in the early 90s, I wasn't saved. Amen. I wasn't saved. If you would have asked me, I would have said, yeah, I'm a Christian, but I wasn't saved. Uh-huh. All right. If somebody said, well, you know, you're going to heaven, I would have said, I hope I, hope I am, but I, I wasn't doing nothing to, to make me think I was. I put it like that. But, but when, a, when an inmate would be acting crazy... Be in the cell, and we wanted him to come out. And he said, I ain't coming out. I ain't coming out. So what we would do, we would put the shield team together. You coming out of there. Now, 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 I, this is the unsaved. I wasn't Christian. I wasn't ministering. All right, I was 255. Should have been on meds. <laughs> So we bring out the shield team. Okay? And, and, and like the Roman shield that we're talking about here, probably three feet wide, four feet tall, and, 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 and they had, a, they had a, 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 a wheel on it or a handle on it. And, and, and that, the Bible says it was called the boss. And that, that her person holding the shield, because, and it was rectangular like this, just like a regular shield we had, you see them with the police department, FBI, whatever. And you would hold that shield in, in, your, in your weaver stand with the right leg back. You hold that shield, and, and that shield was able to do anything. You would be able to fend off things. So when that inmate didn't want to come out, this was before they had cameras in the prison, I got off the shield. You know, you get off the shield team when they put the cameras in. Nobody want to be on the shield team because it didn't look good, all right? So, you know... And, and so you got your weaver, you hold the shield, and you, like I said, usually, you know, the biggest, craziest one was on the first one on the shield. There's only one shield. Everybody else was just backing. So they'd be behind me, and I'm holding the shield. And, I'm, and, and, you know, you're doing everything to get the guy to come out, you know, unless it was somebody, that, you know, if you saw it in the office or something, we didn't want you to come out. We wanted to come in. Okay? Yeah, we wanted to. But the shield, you hold that shield. Okay? And, and, and that shield was powerful. That shield was powerful. And you would be able to defend yourself. You'd be able to, if, you, if somebody was close to you, they, you know, you see, you know, you see the riot control. People had the shields. And if people come close to the shield, you're able to push them off. And we had a shield team. And, you know, we, we, had, we had a good time with the shield. Um, I don't think the inmates had a good time. Then the inmates got wise. They got wise and they started putting feces all over the floor. And they put urine all over the floor. Then I was done. Okay, I was done. <laughs> that was enough. That was enough. But Paul's talking about the shield here. He's talking about the shield of faith. And, and, and you know, you know Paul, Paul loved talking about faith. I love talking about faith. Every preacher I love talking about faith. Why? Because without faith... It's impossible to please God. Without faith, you have nothing. So, so Paul's talking about faith. He's talking about the shield of faith. And, and that God's faith does what? It protects us. It, it not only protects us, but it gives us courage. Okay? It gives us strength. And, and, and I can go through the Word of God. And I was just writing some things, some, some great acts of faith in the Bible. Okay? 
Let me, let me, let me start here. Moses standing before Pharaoh. Moses knew he have he didn't have anything to defeat Pharaoh or anything to challenge Pharaoh. And when, when, when Moses asked God, who should I say send me? Okay. We know the answer. God told Moses, tell him, I am sent me. So when Moses, when Moses challenged Pharaoh and the whole Egyptian army, he wasn't doing it on his own. He was doing it on his faith in God. How about that? David and Goliath. When David stood before the uncircumcised Philistine, he, he wasn't standing on his own. See? What we try to do, what we try to do is stand on our own. We, we don't have no, our faith ain't, ain't, ain't winning no battles. Okay? David, David said to the Philistine, or to, to Saul, he said, you know, God has been with me. Mm-hmm. Now battle the lion, I battle a bear. God has been with me. Who is this? Uncircumcised Philistine. The woman, of, woman with the issue of blood. I could go on and on. Let me give you a few. Great faith. She had an open wound. She wasn't supposed to be inside the gates. And she worked her way through that crowd. What did God say? Thy faith had made you whole. We talked about Rahab the other day and Wednesday night. What a great Wednesday night Bible study. You guys missing Wednesday night Bible study. Boy, they've been wonderful. Here's Rahab. Hiding the spies. Not only that, what I found so wonderful about her faith was that she was able to, by faith, get her whole family and all her loved ones to gather in that room expecting the walls of Jericho to come down and them be saved. That's some faith there. That's some faith there. Many of our family, we told them to do something like that. They laugh us out the building. How about the four friends? How about the four friends bringing their loved one to the Lord? Couldn't get through the windows. Couldn't get through the doors. Cut a hole in the roof. And, and, and when, what did Jesus say? He said, when I saw their faith. Their faith. Peter walking on water. Peter walking on water. By faith. But... And that's not my favorite stories. Those are all great stories. But here's my favorite story. Found in Daniel chapter 3, verse 16 or 18. And we talk about faith. We talk about a powerful response to faith. And, and really what I want to get at during this service, I want people to say, I want you, here's what I want you to keep in mind as I hear this service, as you hear what I'm talking about. I want that kind of faith. I want that kind of powerful faith. I want that kind of faith that, that, that will stand against the giant. I want the kind of faith that will walk on water. I want the kind of faith that will work me through a crowd just to get to Jesus. Amen. I want that kind of faith. I want the kind of faith that, can, that would tell my friends about Jesus and, and, and cut him through a roof and get him to Jesus. But here's, here's my favorite story. I love this story. Here, here, here's these three Hebrew boys. Shadrach, Meshach. Margaret, Margaret likes saying a bad Negro. <laughs> Margaret been woke for a long time. See, see, now any commercial you have now, you got an Asian, a white, and a black. Then they add some other people into it. Now I'm not going to go there today. Okay? So here's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego facing execution. Think about it. They facing execution. Why? They wasn't bowing down. 
And this world getting this girl this world is getting ready to cause the church to bow down. Gonna force the church to bow down. Church is already shutting down and splitting up because the world is saying guys can have babies. Women can be men and men can be women. And if you don't like it, we're going to shut you down. We're going to need some Shadrach, Meshach, and some bad Negroes. (laughs) We just are. Listen, I tell you, this ain't child's play. Okay? That's over with. This ain't child's play. We get ready to enter a time now where we get ready to go do some stuff. We, your faith going to be tested. Okay? And if it hasn't been tested, you probably don't have it. So, so Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego standing before a bloodthirsty crowd. The, the, the flames of the fire have been turned up seven times. Hot as they can get. So hot that when the people turning it on got burnt up. But now, now, now listen, listen, let me tell you, I want this kind of faith. Because the kind of faith I probably have now is like, look, 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 uh, uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, I'm cool. I will bow down. Okay? Okay, listen, listen. I will, you know, I, 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 I want that kind of faith. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said unto the king. <laughs> I love the story. Now this is the second time the king then, the king then gave him the king then softened his, his he then softened up and gave him another opportunity to just bow down. The king didn't want to kill these young men. King loved these young men. These young men had made the king rich. These young three Hebrew boys had made the king rich, and the king did everything he could, but he still got to hold his honor. He still got to be the king, and and the price for not bowing down. His own edict, you going in the fire furnace. So he, he get a he get these three boys another opportunity, and they were young. Okay? And then this is the answer. Gotta love it. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Abednego answered and said to the king, Oh Nebuchadnezzar. I like that. Oh Nebuchadnezzar, try me you want. We not bowing down. Okay? He says, he says, we are not careful to answer thee in this manner. Okay? We're not careful to answer you in this manner. We, he said, we, 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 we know what you're asking us to do. We know what we need to do to avoid going in the fire. Listen. If it be so, the meaning... If we go in this fire, or basically we going in this fire, if it be so, our God, somebody said, who's rich in mercy, okay? Okay, that's not in this text, but that's our God. He's a God of mercy. He's a God of grace. He's a God of love. He's a God of peace, okay? He's long-suffering. He says, if it be so, our God, whom we serve. How about that? <laughs> our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us 
from the burning fiery furnace. Not like them guys that was turning it on and got burnt up. Okay? Their God couldn't save them. Okay? Not like the Baal worshippers God. Okay? No, no. He says, our God is able. Okay? To deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. He said, they said, you put us in there. We coming out. Okay? That's faith. We coming out. If you put us in there, we are coming out. Okay? And he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. Okay? He'll come us. We will come out. And he'll deliver us from the certain death. I like this part here. But. It's one of them big butts in the Bible. And But. This is faith. If not. How about that? But if not. But if we don't come out. If we die in that fire. If we are burned to crisp. Okay. Okay. Being known unto thee, O king. But this is something here. Small K. Okay. But but if not, being known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods. How about that? Okay? They didn't already change our names. You didn't change our name, then these are the same three. We want to eat your food. Okay? Those are, those, are, those are really interesting subjects to get into why they wouldn't eat the food, but they allowed their names to be changed. Okay? That's worth studying. We will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. I'm just talking about faith just to, just to push us. To look at our faith. How strong is it? How strong is it? How can, how can we have the faith of Moses, the faith of Rahab, the faith of, of, of David, the faith of Peter? When these fiery darts start hitting our shields. Okay? Now remember that Paul calls them fiery darts. And a fiery dart, they would take these arrows and they would soak them in oil or some kind of flammable liquid and put like a rag over them and shoot them. And whatever they hit, they was designed, it was, they was designed to destroy. Okay? Satan ain't playing. Oh, I say it ain't playing. The flaming darts are, are attacks from Satan. Anybody been attacked this week? Okay? In intimidation. Ever been intimidated? Ever been, been around folks? And, and, and you know you need to say something. You know you need to stand for the Lord and you don't. Condemnation. What is condemnation? I hear the word all the time. Being condemned. Satan, Satan is always condemning us. You ain't, you ain't all that. Your God ain't all that. Your God can't save. Your God didn't save you. You ain't saved. You ain't born again. You don't have the spirit of God. You no good. If you wasn't, a, if you was a Christian, I hear this one all the time working in the prison. If you was a Christian, 
You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't say that. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't put some handcuffs on me. How many times have you heard somebody say, and you call yourself a Christian? And you call yourself a Christian. And you, I can see their heads moving, their hands moving. And you call yourself a Christian. The neck roll. His lies, delusions, his temptations. Okay? Am I the only one here been tempted this week? I think not. I'm the only one here been tested this week? I think not. Preachers go through doubt and, 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 and all kind of stuff too. We come under attack, always being criticized. Preacher, preacher, preacher was on the news yesterday, yesterday, killed his, shot himself. He didn't kill himself. He shot himself and his wife. Did y'all read that? Shot himself and his wife. And then I just, sometime I just look at the, 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 the comments. And then just, every preacher ain't no good. Every preacher ain't no good. One preacher do something, oh, every preacher ain't no good. Okay. Now I used to hear, I used to hear people find out I was a preacher, you know, oh, what kind of car you drive? I know you got a caddy. I know you, I know you got all the money. I know you got all the women. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I got a Crown Vic. 200,000 miles on it. But, you know, you, you come up against all that. Okay. When, when Billy Graham was, was in the height of, of, of traveling all over the world, you know, he, he was so conscious of what people would say if, if they seen him do anything. He, 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 would, he would say if he was at a, in a hotel or something and, and another brother came and there was a woman on it, he'd wait for the next one. Because if he had been seen coming out of the elevator, when, you know, I mean, it could have been a woman in a wheelchair. Wouldn't it matter? Criticism. That's one of Satan's greatest weapons. Criticize you. Think about think about Satan's favorite weapons. That he you gonna you gonna you gonna get some of them. Okay. What do you think? When, what do you, when you you think about your own self? See if I see if I can hit one of yours in in in, in these. I've talked about a couple of doubt. I'm talking about Satan's favorite weapons. Nothing new under the sun. Doubt is 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 God really listening to your prayers? Do you really believe, this is what he used on Eve. Do you really believe what God said in that Bible 2,000 years ago? Why do, why do people who don't serve God, and this is, this is a good one. Why, I, listen, why do, why do people who don't serve God seem to be having so much fun? I, I, you know what, honestly, I don't know anybody that's not serving God having fun. If, if, but see, the world's idea of having fun is getting drunk, getting high, traveling all over, eating everything, doing everything you want to do, having sex with everybody. I mean, that's fun. Okay? What's up first, Claire? Pleasure last what? For a season. Doubt? How about discouragement? How about discouragement? How about the fiery dart of discouragement? Okay? God, Satan wants you to keep your eyes on one People. And take your eyes off God. You know what happens when we watch people all the time? We don't see what God's doing. 
And we worry about what people think of us all the time. We ought to worry about what God thinks of us. When we worry about, when we worry about what God thinks of us, guess what? People are going to be happy with us. Okay? But when we worry about what people think of us, God's not going to be happy with us. Okay? My, y'all know my, one of my verses is 1 Corinthians 10.31. And all you eat, drink, and do, do to the glory of God. Now, now, now Satan says, and all you eat, drink, and do, do to the glory of man. Let me tell you something. A man ain't got no heaven or hell to put you in. Okay? A man didn't die for your sins on the cross. Man's blood is not cleansing you of any of your sins. Amen. None. How about the dart of deception? He's a deceiver of the brother. Okay? And, and, and God warned us in his word in the last days, there will be scoffers. There will be deceivers. And I, 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 honestly, I, honestly, I think the church is full of deceivers. Okay? I think that's a serious issue in the church. Because most churches, they need membership. They need money. And when you need money to run your business or to run your church, and now I know there's a business side to it. I'm not telling y'all to, you know, well, pastor, don't, we, don't, we don't need to give. I'm not saying that. But when the church, it, the church can close down, we ain't closing down. Amen. Okay. Okay. I, I believe we can run them probably, probably a couple years if nobody gave another nickel. Amen. Amen. That ain't a bad place to be. That's God. I've already said it. it's God's, God's church. Let me give you this first. Come up a lot. The dart of desire. The dart of desire. How about that? Here's our verse. 1 John 2.16. He says this, love, not the world. The world mean what? Anti-God, anti-Christ, anti-Bible, anti-anything God. Is that what the world's doing now? Is that how the world, we can just explain the world right there. The world we live in today is anti-God, anti-Bible, anti-Christ, anti-anything godly. Okay? Anything godly. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Why? If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. What's he saying? That's why I have to stay with the word. You can't love the world and love God. Somebody wrote the song, trying to love too. Ain't easy to do. Okay, I think this text is saying trying to love too is impossible to do. Why? For all that's in the world. Lust of the flesh. What's that mean? This flesh is lustful. This flesh is sinful. Paul said, I beat my flesh. I beat it down daily. Somebody asked me, somebody asked me on, on, on social media, do you, do you struggle with the flesh? Yeah, I struggle with the flesh. Who are you talking to? Jesus? <laughs> okay. They, I mean, I, yeah, I struggle with the flesh. And I'm going to struggle with it until it, it, it sets me free. Okay? 
That's why I told you I'm changing my mind. I'm, I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think cremation. <laughs> you put me through enough. Uh, you put me through enough. Oh man, that started to make sense to me. Okay, and then I can leave Cindy that fifteen thousand dollars. Uh, you know, if I live to be another ten years, it'd be twenty-five thousand dollars to bury somebody. I know. Cindy be like, that's a new car. Man, I guess price is right. A new car. Jeez. Listen, for all this in the world, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes. Can everybody here see me? Can everybody see me? Guess what? Your eyes work. Okay? And if your eyes work, you're probably looking at something, watching something, seeing things that are of the world. Okay? Okay? Coming in the eye gate. Okay? And, then all you, and all you gotta do is pick up one of the phones and hit the wrong letter and. Okay? It's all bad. All this in the world, lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. What is the pride of life? What comes to mind? The pride of life. You know what the pride of life is? Sum it up real simple. You doing what you wanna do. You doing what you want to do, not what God want to do. You, 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 Frank Sinatra. I'm going to do it my way, okay? You know when Frank Sinatra died after doing it his way for all them years? He put a quarter on, in, on his chest in the casket. And he said, when I, when I get to heaven, I'm going to have the money to call home. See, he thought it was a joke. I don't think he's joking now, Okay? I don't think he's joking now. Now, now. now listen. All this in the world. Lust of the flesh. This flesh is a mess. Okay. It's a mess. Okay. And, and the lust of the eyes. Okay. All right. Listen. I know none of y'all go to Walmart at 10 o'clock no more. I don't even know if Walmart open at 10 o'clock anywhere. Okay. But, you know, sometimes, you know, folks don't want to wear no clothes no more. Folks don't want to wear no clothes. And, and they all tatted up. So I always say, wherever the tattoo's at, that's going to be showing. They buy clothes. Wherever the tattoo is, the tats on the breast, the tats on the upper thigh, the tats, wherever the tats at, they're they going to show it. I'm seeing more dudes tatted all up, legs all tatted up. Why would a dude get their legs tatted up? I don't know these answers. I, I, I know what the word of God said. We are not tattoo us at all. Amen. Yeah, we should all mark it. And I, now, don't put mark the dead on us. All I see on people, rest in peace, rest in peace, R.I.B., my dead homie, all that shit, teardrops and stuff. Listen, let me tell you something. I told you all last week I seen a lady with, with 666 tattooed on her. I was like, huh? I'm going take to the, take the wide, the wide road around you. You bad enough to tattoo six 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 on you? Whew. Why is all this bad? Why is the pride of life, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes bad? Even though the world says I, they get great pleasure out of these things, okay? I mean, and, and Hollywood knows that the the producers of TV and all that they all know that people love the lust of the eye. They love people love watching TV and these little screens. I don't see people walk into buildings and, I mean, walk, fall off and hit the walls walking around with these little phones in their hands. 
Okay? Here's what Paul says. He says, the world passeth away and the thus thereof. Pass away in this sense being what we talked about this morning. All this stuff that the world offers you, and if you take it, you're going where the world's going. And where's the world going? They're going to bind them up and cast them into the lake of fire. But, here's another but, verse 17 of 1 John 2. But he that doeth, past, present, and future, he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. I like that forever stuff. I like that forever stuff. He that doeth the will of God, doing it today, doing it tomorrow, and plan on doing it when you take your last breath, he that endure to the end, what? Eternal life abideth forever. Listen, I could talk about those fiery darts, okay? I can talk about those fiery darts, but I want to talk about this faith because I want y'all to say, how can I get this faith? Pastor, you talk about this faith. How can I get this faith? What is faith? We, we, we know the answer. The faith is, is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Okay? So first of all, faith is substance. Faith is something. Okay? I, I hear people, I hear people, oh, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a woman of faith. I'm a man of faith. They have no idea what faith is. Have no idea what faith is. No, have no idea of how to receive faith. Okay? But faith is something. For by grace are you saved. How? Through faith. And none of yourself. It is a gift of God. So faith by definition is not some, some emotion. Okay? Without any, without any reality to it, faith is truth. How about that? Faith is truth. Faith is real. The Bible gives you a lot. I mean, you, you want to punch in faith in the Bible. You, it, it just, there's, you, there's no end to it. Okay? Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy 1.19, he said, holding faith. Okay? Hold on to your faith. How can Timothy, in a good conscience, with some having put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck? What did Paul say in, in, in 2 Timothy 4? Paul dying, dying, taking his last breath. The last thing he said, one of the last words Paul wrote, said, I have kept the faith. I have kept the faith. Satan's attacks are going to come against your faith. He's going to come against your faith. Because he knows without faith, it's impossible to please God. Now, when we, when we bring faith into the picture, when we bring faith into our troubles, into our trials, into our, uh, to our adversities, what are we doing? We're inviting God into our situation. We've been, we're inviting God into our problem. And when we, invite, when, we invite, when we invite God into our problem, whatever it is, whatever the temptation is, whatever the trial is, when we invite God, we, we got the winning hand now. And Satan know it. So he's going to get you to doubt your faith, question your faith, and he's going to get you to think your faith is not real. Paul says this. 1 Timothy 6, 12. He says this. And he says it to everybody. Whenever, whenever you read to Timothy and Titus, 
And, and, and those are what they call the pastoral epistles. These are the scriptures that, that were designed to be preached on a regular basis in the church. He says in 1 Timothy 6, 12, fight the good fight of faith. How about that? Okay, That's how important it is. It's worth fighting for. I hear people out there, they're fighting for women's rights. They're fighting for LGBT rights. They're fighting for all kinds of rights. They're fighting. You know what we ought to fight for as, as believers? We ought to fight for one thing. Fight the good fight of faith. Why? Because all this stuff in the world passing away. Okay? It is passing away. Pride of life. Boy, that, that alone, it, you know how many of y'all know it's pride month? Seriously. I go to order something on Amazon. Pride month. Hey, all these rainbow stuff. Send me a box of a rainbow. <laughs> Got my package coming in a rainbow box. Like, dude. This has gone too far. Okay? Fight the good fight of faith. Here we go. Because when you're fighting a good fight of faith, you ain't got time to be fighting a whole lot of other stuff. I'm going to tell you something. Paul says, lay hold on eternal life. Satan wants you to take your eyes off eternal life. And and once we take our eyes off eternal life and we start focusing on this world, then we got hell to pay. He says, Lay hold on eternal life. Okay? Let me tell you, you want to, you, you know, if somebody says, I don't know if I'm saved or not, if Satan gets you there, if Satan gets you to question your salvation, whether you are saved or not, this verse ought to be able to help you. Okay? Watch what it says. Now, with that thought in mind, fight the good fight of faith. Are you fighting? Amen. Are you fighting? Okay? Now, now, listen, listen. You can be in a fight. And, and, and you can lose some rounds. Okay? If it was back in the day, they had a 15-round fight. When Joe Frazier and Ali fought, it was a 15-round fight. Okay? Ali didn't win all the rounds, and Frazier didn't win all the rounds. But when, when it was, the decision was made, they gave the fight to Joe Frazier. And he was battered. His face looked like a hamburger. Okay? I mean, his face looked like a hamburger. Let me tell y'all something. When we get to heaven, we might look like a hamburger. Okay? How do I say that? Because the word of God says, if the righteous scarcely get in. I mean, it might be a split decision for some of y'all. Now, I know most of y'all think it's going to be a unanimous unanimous decision. Well, you got a first round knock. You ain't knocking Satan out in the first round. You ain't knocking Satan out in the second round. Okay? Okay? And you better not hope you better not hope it's a split decision. See, I hear people say all the time. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I, I, heard, I heard people say, well, you know, it's 50-50. You know, Satan had 50%. God won me 50%. And I had to decide and vote. Let me tell you something. You don't want that. You don't want to decide and vote because man, fallen men will never vote for God. It's all God. You ain't got, you listen, you're not sitting there talking about, well, you know what, I cast aside and vote and I'm going to heaven because, no, no, no. You're going to heaven for one reason, for by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourself. It's a gift of God. And when you embrace that and you accept that as truth, well, your worship will get better. 
Your praise will get better. Your understanding of God's grace and mercy will get better. And you will realize God is real. Watch this. Watch this. Let me, let me clarify that. Therefore. See. People are like, ah, Pastor, you, you sound like a five-point Calvinist. I've been called that. I, 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 listen. Listen. I got 66 books. I got 66 books. And none of them, the book of Calvin. None of them. Jim Jones got some of the Bible, right? I I, I guarantee you, Jim Jones says some things that lined up with Scripture. Okay? Watch this. I don't want none of y'all. We ain't having Kool-Aid after church, so don't worry about it. (laughs) Mervyn said, hang on, I ain't worried about your Kool-Aid now. No, don't worry about the Kool-Aid. I'll just use that as an illustration. Here's how you say, watch this, Romans 5.1. You know, if you ever get it, you ever just get the Bible open, open up your Bibles and read the book of Romans. And you ain't reading the whole book in a, in a, in a, in a, in a day. You're not going to be able to read the whole book of Romans in a day. If you get anything out of it, you might get Romans 5.1. This is a duff. This will hold your attention for a long time. Therefore, being justified by faith. Being justified means just like I never sinned. God has wiped your slate clean. How? By faith. What is faith? Trusting, believing, hearing the word of God and understanding it as truth, understanding it as fact and receiving it. That's what it means to be justified. That's what it means to have faith. Therefore, being justified by faith. Okay. What do you get? What do you get? What do you get? Well, this is good. We have peace. Is there anything worse than a, what's the word opposite of peace? What, is there anything worse than a Christian that has no peace? Seriously. Seriously. No, I answered my question. Cindy asked me, why do people call the chaplain all the time when they're in chaos and turmoil, loved one dying, and they want the pastor there? Because they want peace. They want peace. They want peace. Okay? That's why they tell pastors not to drink. So when I'm out yesterday, I'm out and about. Now, if I'm, if I'm knocking down 40s, okay, I'm knocking them down. I'm the pastor, and I'm knocking down 40, and I'm sitting out on the patio waving at flies and stuff. <laughs> and they call me and say, Pastor, you got, you got somebody in the hospital, and they, they die, and they need you now. I ain't bringing peace to that situation, okay? Chaos. I might bring chaos, because everybody in the house smell like alcohol. Your pastor been drinking. Okay? Hit two of their cars in the parking lot. Can I give you one more? Romans 3.28. Therefore. These are all therefores. Therefore we conclude. That a man is justified. By faith. How about that? Without the deeds of the law. We're justified by faith. Paul said we ought to fight the good fight of faith. Battle with this thing. 
All right, let me let me let me wrap it up. Even though I got more than more than I bargained for. Faith involves the conviction and trust in Jesus. Okay? Let me let me say that again. I got it in like 20 fonts here. Faith is trust in Jesus. Did he really die on the cross? Did he really die for your sins? Was he really born of a virgin? Did he really live a sinless life? You know, you got people out there. Well, you know, Mary Magdalene and Jesus had a thing. You know that's out there? Okay. Listen, he was a sinless son of God. Okay. When he came to this earth and put on, when he put on flesh, he didn't leave his divine nature in heaven. He still had a divine nature as he walked this earth. All right. Let's, let's just kill that this conversation that Jesus was thinking about getting married. All right. Listen, listen, he wouldn't die for nobody's sin if he got married. All right. Because you're going to sin. Being married. How about that? <laughs> Clean that up. <laughs> OK, here's, here's John 8. Here's John 8. Oh, man, I'm going to get in trouble up here. Here's John 8, 24. Now, remember. Faith involves trusting in who Jesus is. John 8, 24. I say it therefore unto you that you shall die in your sins for if you believe not that I am he you shall die in your sins. Now, now y'all know I have this, this whole I have this whole mentality of Jesus being I think I said a couple weeks ago, I, I call it gangster. Many people say, ah, I used to say that. No, Jesus was militant. That is a militant, radical, confrontational verse. Now, I can give you John 3.16 and John 14.6, but hey, look at this one. Let me read it again. For all y'all think Jesus is like Tiny Tim or Joe Osteen. Jesus is not Tiny Tim or Joe Osteen. And I hear people talk about love, 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 love. Love, 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 love. You know what Jesus talked about more than anything? You know what his message was more than anything when he was on this earth? The kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of God. He was more concerned about you going to the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven than he was about you loving everybody. Should we love everybody? Yeah, God is love. I understand that. We all love the unlovable. And I understand all that stuff. Let me tell you something. But you understand this. I said, just as Jesus Therefore, unto you, 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 all you in here, and everybody listening, that you shall die in your sins. For if you believe not that I am He, you shall die in your sins. That's the Bible. Okay? So, so our favorite politicians, some of, well, I'm a Christian, they, they, they ain't campaigning on that. They ain't campaigning on that, Jesus. Here's what it looks like in action. Here's what it looks like in action. Here's what, here's what trusting in the Lord and depending on the Lord to get to heaven. Here's what it looks like. In John 11, here's Martha. Busy Martha. Okay. And Martha said unto him, this is after Lazarus had died. And Jesus showed up. And Margaret, Martha, I'm sorry, Margaret. <laughs> sorry, Margaret. You remind me of Martha sometimes. You're so busy. But don't worry about it. Take this from Martha. You had to have Martha's faith. Okay? 
So, so, so here's Martha, and Jesus has stayed away for four days. Lazarus is dead. Martha comes out. If you'd have been here, my brother would have lived. Okay? And Jesus corrected her. And then here's Martha getting after Martha had confronted Jesus. John 11, 24. And Jesus said, told you, your, your brother's gonna rise again. And Martha said unto him, Well, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. No, no, no. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet he shall live. Stay with me. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this, Martha? <laughs> Jesus, he put Martha on a blast. Okay? Watch Martha's response. This, this ought to be everybody's response. If I go around this room and say, thou, believest thou this? Everybody in here, that's only way to heaven, ought to have the same answer that Martha gave in John eleven twenty seven, And she said unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ. Who else said that? Peter. Martha said it. I believe that thou art the Christ. Christ means what? Messiah. Savior of the world. One who came to die for our sins. Everybody don't believe that. Everybody don't believe that. But everybody that's going to heaven believes that. Okay? Let me read it again. Verse 27. I might close on this. And she said unto him, here's Martha. You better have a Martha testimony. Not a test of baloney. This is a Martha testimony. And it ought to be all of ours. It's the same as what Peter said. Who the men said that I am, Peter? Thou art the Christ. The son of the living God. That's heaven stuff. Jesus even said, Peter, Peter, flesh and blood can give you that. Okay? No. Let me get to this Martha statement. I'm close on Martha. Don't get no better than this. I'll, I'll be going all downhill if I, if I kept going. 26. And whosoever live, liveth and believeth, past, present, and future, Believe it mean today and tomorrow and next month and next year and the day you take your last breath. Okay? Whosoever believeth and liveth in me shall never die. How about that? Believest thou this? Here's Martha's answer. Close with this promise. Nah, maybe not. She said unto him, this is one on one. See, this is Martha one-on-one. See, you're going to have a one-on-one encounter with the Lord. It ain't going to be you and all your family members and you're going to have a lawyer and all your counselors around. You know, no. you got to have a one-on-one with Jesus, okay? I always say, you only got one ticket. I don't care how many more kids Jake have. He only going to have one ticket. Okay? And, and none of them going to be able to use it. Okay? 
how you know, much as you love your, your loved ones, your family, you got one ticket, okay? Columbus got one ticket. Claire got all them folks, all them folks calling her all the time. You know, they listen, she can tell them, look, I only got one ticket. <laughs> okay? She said unto him, Yea, Lord, I love this. I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. She just gave the whole gospel. She just gave the whole gospel back to Jesus. Back to Jesus. That's, that's it. That's it. That's it. Faith involves trust in God. I might have to continue this next week because I want y'all to understand faith. I want y'all to understand faith. I want y'all to understand it so well. When we talk about the Great Commission, it ain't no use you going out and don't know nothing. Okay? Ain't no use you going out and telling people, well, you know, you need to speak in tongues to be saved. That ain't the Great Commission. Oh, you need to find you a church to be saved. That ain't the Great Commission. The Great Commission is teaching about Jesus Christ. Okay? Understand in John 3.16, I hear people all the time tell me, well, you don't speak in tongues, you're not saved. That's not in John 3.16. John 3.16 don't tell me nothing about speaking in tongues to be saved. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth. That's it. Our job is to believe. Our job is to have faith in God. And that's not given. The shield of faith is not given to everybody. We talk about, you know, we talk about the shield of faith. That was something that you had to have strength to hold. They weren't given, they weren't given no weakling the shield of faith. You gotta have some strength to have faith. Seriously. I'm gonna close. I got so much more in it. It's not good. Keep going. Precious Lord, thank us. Thank you, excuse me. For your word. For your word. What Romans 10 17 says, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Father God, we need to hear the word of God. We need to hear the word of God. We need to hear the word of God. Our loved ones need to hear the word of God. And if they hear from us, that's fine. We are sowers. We are, we are sowers. And for us to go out and sow, we need good seed. And the good seed is yes. the word of God. The good seed is Jesus Christ and him crucified. The good seed is, is having faith in the Lord that came to save us. And we all need saved. Father, please say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless y'all.